hey, a win is a win. That's all that matters, right? You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Hulkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you want to download your podcast, this show is free, and I appreciate your support. You can show your appreciation, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Hit that red subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up button, and so you'll never miss an episode Monday through Friday and more. Hit that bell notification button, and you are covered. You are Locked On USC. A win is a win. You're going to take it. You're going to put it in your back pocket, especially if you're winning on the road. You're going to go home, and you're just going to try and improve on what you did so you look better the next time out because USC will be playing on the road next week as well. Before the game started, I sent out a tweet, and it was my basically my three keys to victory. I said, if USC does these three things, they will leave Tempe, Arizona, 4-0, and they'll look good doing it. Well, somebody didn't get the memo to Team USC. Key to victory number one, I said, USC's offensive line needs to establish the line of scrimmage. When you're watching Marshawn Lloyd run the ball the way he was running it, and you see the way that Austin Jones was running it, you'd say, you know what? The USC offensive line established itself. They own the line of scrimmage. They had a few penalties, but other than that, they were solid. Key to victory number two, limit the penalties. Yeah, well, that, that didn't happen. Ten penalties, 85 yards. Lincoln Riley said during the week, he's okay with aggressive penalties. Most of these weren't aggressive penalties. Most of these were dumb penalties. Which leads me to my third key. Don't play dumb football on the road. Guess what? There was a lot of dumb football played on the road. Whether it was the play call getting in late from the sideline, whether it was Caleb Williams not recognizing the play clock and having to use timeouts early in the game, early in the third quarter. There was a lot of stuff going on that kind of reminded you of, wow, this is what USC looked like in 2022. And some of what they were doing looked like well before Lincoln Riley got to town. It just didn't feel like they used the bye week to their benefit. Really difficult to watch. You would think, all right, well, they're they're on the road. This happened the last year when they played their first time game on the road up at Oregon State. They had a rough time. Well, they had a rough time against Arizona State. And Arizona State is not that good of a team this year. You give them credit. They play with a lot of heart. They fought to the end. But when you're undermanned and you've got the skilled players that USC has on offense, it should not be that much of a struggle. And again, I, I don't know if you want to point, I don't know if you want to point the finger at the coaching staff, the guys on the field, whatever it was, 
they weren't on the same page. And it was really, really frustrating to watch. I'm going to have a, you know, more of a breakdown during the week on Monday's episode of Locked on USC, and I will hand out my grades on Tuesday's episode. This is just a quick recap at 2.45 in the morning, so you guys have something to chew on to be prepared for next week's episodes of Locked on USC. <coughs> Pardon me. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, and you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you've got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster, and they're going to do it for free. And as easy as it is to find a job on LinkedIn Jobs, it's also just as easy to create a free job posting using LinkedIn Jobs. Once you add your job listing, you're then going to add your your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and that's going to spread the word that you're hiring. LinkedIn provides you simple tools like screening questions, and that makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experiences so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Recruiting the right person for your team means a better product. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com forward slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com forward slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. The college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. Locked On College Football Live will cover the college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and they're going to go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insights and analysis from our stable of Locked On college hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. All right, so the good, the bad, the ugly. Here was here was what was good. Marshawn Lloyd running the ball. 14 carries, 156 yards. That's an 11-yard average per carry. I'm still trying to figure out why he didn't carry it more than 14 times. Because the Uf USC offensive line, they were opening holes. They were giving him running lanes that I could have run through for 10 yards a pop. Well, five yards a pop. I get it. You've got Caleb Williams back there. You've got more wide receivers than you know what to do with. Well, those wide receivers are great especially when they keep drives going. But I don't know how many more times we're, we want to watch Mario Williams drop an easy pass, then all of a sudden you got a penalty, and now you're playing behind the sticks again. It was just these types of things. A lack of concentration. 
These weren't difficult passes. We're talking about drops that you've got nobody near you. The ball is hitting you in your hands, but you're looking to make a play before you've got the ball in your hands. I talked about 10 penalties for 85 yards. Talked about getting the play in from the sideline, and then you get in up to the line of scrimmage, and you see the defense shift, and then all of a sudden you're looking over to the sideline to see what the new play call is, and then all of a sudden you're looking at the play clock, and it's three seconds left, and oh, we got to call a timeout. This is your first series on offense. You know what's even worse than that? You know what, what what's uglier than that? Coming out of a timeout and getting a delay of a delay of game penalty. That happened to USC on offense. You know what was ugly? Well, I, and it's not really ugly, but it's watching a freshman play like a freshman. Zachariah Branch needs to understand that sometimes the play isn't there. Sometimes fair catching at the goal line and starting at the 25 is better than starting at the 18. You might be faster than everybody on the field. You got to make sure you're going to be able to use that. There was one opportunity where he reversed course and, yeah, it turned into a, a, a bad freshman play. There was a here's there was some other good. Dennis Lynch, you know, I, I've been sarcastically saying how this should not have been a field goal game early in the week on Locked on USC. So Dennis, just get used to kicking extra points. Well, he might have been a little upset with that message because not only did he make every one of his extra points again tonight, but he also uh he had a couple of field goals. USC had 42 points, but they needed an, a two-point conversion to keep them on schedule. Otherwise, they needed a 53-yard field goal from Dennis Lynch, as well as a 30-something-yard attempt. And you know what else he did? He was getting some touchbacks on his kickbacks, on his kickoffs. I'm not sure if there's if these if it was planned like this. But uh, Eddie, when Eddie Kaplisky was doing the kickoffs to start the game, his kept angling towards the corner. First one looked great, bounced through the back of the end zone. Next two, not so good. Tackling on defense, really ugly. Um, you know. Eric Gentry talked about how the linebackers had some had a real talk during the week. I don't think it carried over. Uh, why did the linebacker rotation shorten up? But didn't see a whole lot of Rajon Davis or Shane Lee. And Arizona State was they were running the ball fairly well. At least they were getting big chunk plays. Other times, USC's run defense looked solid. Other times, they were taking themselves out of the play by overshifting, maybe hit, not hitting the right gaps. I know that on, uh, I think it was Arizona State's last touchdown, Eric Gentry got bowled over. 
And I think Max Williams went for the hit and missed. Tackling needs some more work. I don't, I'm not trying to come off sounding like a jerk, but when you see the team regressing, you have to ask yourself, what did they spend the entire bye week doing? Yeah, they put up 42 points, and Caleb Williams still had decent numbers. I mean, 20 for 31, 322 yards, three touchdowns through the air. I mean, and he was sacked twice. So those those are good numbers, but why did it look like they were struggling to get that? Why does it Taj Washington only get targeted one time and it goes for a 45-yard touchdown? Taj Washington has been USC's most consistent receiver all season long so far. I, I just sometimes I get the feeling like Lincoln Riley, he is a genius when it comes to play calling. Sometimes you don't need to be a genius. Sometimes keeping it simple is the best strategy. Everything doesn't need to be exotic. You're in the red zone. At the one-yard line, you line up under center and you go play action. Why? These are the things that you don't need to do. Just play football. Get the touchdown. You're on the road. Stop trying to look like you can do whatever you want when you want. Maybe it's best that I'm getting this out of my system now. So I'm not so anim animated on Monday's episode. Again, you got the win. But it should not have looked this bad. USC literally could have left the stadium with a loss. But eventually, Arizona State's patchwork offensive line started to wear down. That fourth quarter, seven sacks for USC's defense. They, they were getting interceptions. They were getting through Pine, forcing the ball, throwing it away, taking sacks. Thank God for the fourth quarter. That's all I got to say. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers, you can get $5 and you're going to get $200 in bonus bets back guaranteed. Plus, all customers, if you bet $5, you're going to get $100 off your NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from the point spreads to player prop bets and a whole lot more. So visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. All right, so what's next? What are we going to do now, USC fans? Well, they're going to get back to practice on monday you're gonna look at the film you're gonna point fingers at each other and say you did that wrong you need to do that better if you're justin didich you're gonna make sure that you're not only having a false start on that snap you're not gonna snap the ball into your Eisenman winners midsection 
I don't know, was USC looking ahead to Colorado maybe? Who knows? All I know is USC came into Arizona State 3-0 off of the bye week, and they looked like it was their first game of the season. There's a lot I want to say, and there's just a lot going on in my head right now, and I didn't write down any notes. Again, it's 3 in the morning. I'm tired. I'm frustrated. And all that I can think of right now are the stupid penalties. The carelessness with the ball. Caleb holding the ball in one hand while he's under pressure. This was not what I anticipated. And yeah, USC might have the best offense in the country. Yeah, they're still the number five ranked team in the country. But you, you've got to look better week to week. And when you're coming off a bye week and you've had three easy games at home, you've got to be more focused. It just seems like they weren't playing with any urgency. Like they, they knew they were the better team and they can just turn it on whenever they want. That's not the sign of a championship team. You know, and after the game, they could talk about, well, you know, we need to get better and we did this and on that. I don't want to hear it anymore. I want to see it. This is why I want more access to practice. I want to see what they're doing. I know how to report it without giving away X's and O's and giving away any state secrets. But I want to understand why the tackling still looks as crappy as it does. Why guys are looking for a big hit instead of wrapping up. Just don't get it. So I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to say something I don't want to say before I do it. It's probably best that I just get off this YouTube channel today, come back with a smile on my face, ready to talk about USC on Monday. They got the win. That's what matters. They're 4 0. And now, they're going to go back home. They're going to practice for a week. They're going to hit the road again, go to Boulder, Colorado. And they're going to take on a Buffalo team that went on the road and they got spanked by Oregon. We'll see if uh, USC is better prepared to play on the road next week. Colorado wasn't prepared at all. So if you want to look at it from that standpoint, USC got the win. The number 18th ranked team in the country did not. But at this point, you got to ask yourself, if USC's defense cannot get their stuff together and play four quarters of consistent defense, the secondary still having some problems. Still having some problems. I'll have a more precise breakdown on Monday's episode. I got no notes in front of me. I'm just talking from the hip right now, and I'm not doing a very good job because I'm getting angry. I don't want to be angry. I want to go to bed. So, everyone, until that next episode of Locked on USC, you know what to do.